Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. Today with me, I've got Will Russell of Russell Marketing, and this is the first of three segments with Will. We're going to talk about Will's background, where he came from, and what Russell Marketing does. I took a look at the company online, and well, it looks like you guys principally support product launches. I saw you've done some fundraising, crowdfunding, marketing stuff attached to those products, I assume, to help with both crowdfunding and product launch. Super interesting. I know that you know our law firm, which you know amongst the 80 or so lawyers we have, probably run into 100 or more companies a year that are looking for how do we do crowdfunding and how do we not just legally do crowdfunding, so the platforms take care of a lot of that, but how do we do crowdfunding practically so that it's successful? I hope you do that, and I can extract some of that uh, from you for our listeners, because I think that'd be very interesting and valuable. So how long have you been in America then? So yeah, I've been here 12 years now. For the first few years, I pretty adamantly maintained the word football, as I spoke. Right. But I actually used to be, or I am, but I used to be in full-time a football coach, soccer coach. And so working in the U.S., it's impossible to maintain the word football when you're working with U.S. kids uh, playing soccer. So over time, I've adapted. And whenever I go home, I get bombarded with criticism and and people joke at me, which is fine. So I think I'm a little bit of a hybrid now, but I do try and maintain that that English core. Sure. No, I understand. I went to a school in Switzerland at a school that was principally English and, uh, you know, as an American. Uh, so I had to deal with the opposite problem. And yeah, they called it yeah. American football all of the time, of course. And I had to put you in every single word or got I got marked off for spelling, which was sort of annoying as an American. It's a big one. That's a big one, you know. That's a big one to get used to. And then it's even harder to revert back when I speak or when I write it to, to English people. Uh, sometimes we have clients based in the UK. It's very... It's very tough to remind myself and remind Google that, no, I'm speaking to an English person here. We need those U's. So there's, a, in, in Word, you can actually switch your language from American English to British oh, yeah. English. So, I have yeah. to do that. Yeah, if, if, you, you know, I didn't have that when I was in high school because I'm much older than you and it was <laughs> handwriting. But I always got little, like the first year in ninth grade, I got little arrows with U's inserted into all of my, uh, my words. Anyway, um, side note. So tell me a little bit, a deep dive, what what this five-step approach is to a product and how it differs from what everybody else does. I, in fact, tell me, I guess, what the kind of standard approach is and what you do that's different. Well, with any product launch, most, uh, most agencies in this space or most individuals managing their own marketing are going to be implementing a, a relatively similar structure. Uh, it's, it's it's complicated, and I think there's there's deep expertise needed for it. But it's also it's not rocket science, or it's not super secret source. You know, it's 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 digital marketing strategies that are adapted for launches. So 
We're talking about things like paid advertising funnels, which most people who do marketing will be aware of already. We're talking about kind of conversion rate optimization strategies, which is about getting people to your website to take the action you want them to, which is obviously applicable to it, to anyone, not just someone launching. So the, the overall strategies uh, are common strategies, but for launch agencies like us, we have to apply them uh, to a, obviously a launch. And that's where some of the challenges come in or some of the nuances come in. Uh, so one example of that is going to be what I like to call absence blindness. And with regular marketing, if someone's marketing on their website, they're running e-commerce advertising, perhaps, then they can watch that data come in in real time, see what someone's doing on their website today in the last 24 hours, and then make changes. Now, if you're launching, you don't really have that time. If you're going to launch, you have one shot at that launch. And you can't launch, see what happens, and then kind of change things around. In theory, you can, of course, but in practice, that's going to be a really tough thing to do. So any of the challenges you're about to encounter have to be predicted and resolved beforehand, which is a really specific skill and something that people who do a lot of launches are going to be much better versed in than anyone else. So for us, we have this five-step system, as we spoke about, that we implement for these launches. I'll, I'll touch on it quickly for you. Step one is validation. And that is essentially about understanding how this price, or sorry, how this product with this price and positioned in this particular manner is going to perform in the market. Uh, it's a small test, it's a short test, but essentially it exists to give us enough data and to give the client enough data to give them either the confidence to move forward and invest more time and money in a comprehensive launch, or it will give them some data that says, hold on, there's a bit of a red flag here, things need to change around, don't go and spend your life savings on this quite yet. So it's, it acts as that uh, kind of go, no-go type scenario. After the validation period, we can move into audience acquisition, which is step two for us, and then step three, which is audience engagement. In a launch strategy, those are both happening usually before you start selling product or offering product. And those periods are all about doing exactly what I just said, resolving objections, getting challenges answered, solving questions, speaking with your prospective customers, understanding exactly what they want, how they want it, curating the offer in a way that's going to be received well by them, and then getting them excited about it. So that by the time you do launch, which for us is step four, audience conversion, as many of these challenges, as many of these bumps in the road are done and dusted, and the, for the offer you've got, the product you've got, uh, the positioning, the landing page, the content, the videos, etc., is as close to spot on as you can get. Uh, then step five for us is scale. After the immediate launch, you know, let's say day one, day two, most launch campaigns that we work with have maybe a 30 or 60 day core launch period. After the first couple of days, you're going to see some of this pre-launch work start delivering results. And then you've got another 40, 50, 60 days uh, for that launch period. So we're going to look to scale, step five, with ad campaigns, email campaigns, whatever the stress you might be, but essentially take that campaign as far as we can to acquire as many customers, sell as many units, we'll bring as much revenue as we can during that launch period. Gotcha. Okay. So, well, I'm going to ask you to, to dwell on something. Yeah. Um, so we know what your company does, and I encourage people, visit Will's uh, company's website, russellmarketing.co. Is that right? russellmarketing.co. Yeah, that's correct. What I found compelling when I landed on your page was 
that product launch page where you have four of your kind of exemplar clients and funds raised. And if I'm doing a product and I see something that, you know, what caught my eye was, oh, there's this backpack wind turbine or this wake you up clock or whatever the, the projects you had. And that was enticing to me. I mean, again, I'm not launching a product, but if I was, it seems like a good strategy. So for our next segment, I'm going to ask you, people are going to want to know, I think, because I get this question too from clients on the crowdfunding side, what is the, I guess, most effective, single most effective thing you can do as a, not as a marketer, as, as you, but what you see products do, their single most, you know, the, the thing that makes them the most appealing uh, in their marketplace? What is that thing? What is that secret sauce? Usually segment two is a business challenge. And I want to ask you that too, and think about that. But I'm really curious to know this. And I think people are going to come back and listen to segment two. If you have an idea, having launched all these products, and I saw you've raised millions of dollars for each of the products launched, you know, what is it that made those, those four, for example, on your webpage successful versus others that may not have tested well, or that tested well, but then didn't succeed? Because I'm sure you've seen that too. You know, I'm sure you have some thoughts on that. Yeah, so, I have many thoughts on that. So I look forward to sharing them. Good. Okay. Well, then, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of the Black Letter Podcast. We are going to see you in segment two when Will comes back with the secret sauce to how to launch your product. We're going to discuss a business challenge that he's faced or faced on behalf of one of his clients. We will see you in the next segment. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.